So you're a thousand customers paying about a thousand bucks a month. So is your MRR about a a million dollars right now? I prefer at this point not to talk about my MRR. Okay, but I can multiply the thousand customers times the minimum of a thousand in ARPU, and that gives you a minimum of a million a month in revenue. Yeah, I just say that we have uh, a bit less than thousand now. Uh, we have oh, less see. customer, but bigger customers. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Offer Yorvexel. He's the co-founder and CEO of Peppery, the B2B sales platform for brands and wholesalers. Before founding the business, he spent over 20 years in executive leadership positions with enterprise technology companies, including Amdocs, Shikata, Enigma, and Teffin. All right. Uh, Offer, you ready to take us to the top? Sure. Okay. So the website is P-E- the website is P-E-P-P-E-R-I.com. What's the company doing? How do you make money? Uh, we sell a sales platform for for businesses who are selling physical good, typically consumer good products. Okay, what is that? So, what does that mean? What are they typically paying you per month to use the tech? Uh, they're paying us annually. Uh, we are a pure SaaS platform. They typically pay us for two main, uh, three main products. Uh, one of them is the B two B e commerce. This is the main one. Uh, then we have all the different. Uh, Sales application for reps uh, in the field. Typically, these are three types of reps. Uh, reps taking orders in the field. Uh, reps doing merchandising jobs in the field. And drivers doing sales, drop shipping, DSD, route accounting. Uh, so these are two products. The third one is, uh, is our integration platform, iPass, as a service. Uh, typically, uh, our system is integrated to uh, the ERP, and uh, we are doing it that through our own proprietary IPAS. Uh, mm-hmm. So these are the three products. Uh, now, is this exclusively the, is this exclusively for e-commerce brands? Uh, no, it's for uh, any type of sales of physical goods, uh, whether it's face to face. Uh, or through an e-commerce website or through a... So beauty, healthcare, app. jewelry, fashion, eyewear, anything like that? Yes, but we are focusing on uh, mainly on the fast-moving ones as well as eyewear. These are the main uh, industries that we are very successful with. And, and what are these brands paying you per month on average to use this technology? Uh, 
it can vary from the minimum of around 12K uh, ah, per month, sorry. It can vary from a minimum of uh, 1K uh, for the very smaller one, uh, small ones, uh, and it can go up to uh, around uh, 60, 70K, the largest per, one. Per month. Per month, yeah. Got it. So your largest customer is you know, paying you $850,000 a year or something like that. Yep. That's even great. more if you take uh, even more if you take services into account, one-time services. So when you look at your revenue from 2020, what percent was services versus SaaS? I lost you on that. Can you repeat your question? When you look at 2020 total revenue, what percent was services versus SaaS? 90 10. 90% okay. SaaS, 10% uh services, one-time services. And last time you came on in 2019, it was the beginning of 2019, you shared you'd passed about a thousand customers. Where are you today? Uh, about the same number. We have a, we had a tough year last year because of the COVID. Uh, however, uh, one of the things we did is uh, we concentrated on uh, specific industries uh, that are more successful during this period. And generally speaking, those are the industry I just mentioned, as opposed to slow moving item types industries. And we focused on larger customers. Doing these two, uh, we did not drop revenues, uh, we just dropped number of customers. So you're a thousand customers paying about a thousand bucks a month. So is your MRR about a, a million dollars right now? I prefer at this point not to talk about my MRR. Okay, but I can multiply the thousand customers times the minimum of a thousand in ARPU, and that gives you a minimum of a million a month in revenue. Yeah, I just say that we have uh, a bit less than thousand now. Uh, we have oh, less see. customer, but bigger customers. I see. When do you think you some can, of them way bigger? When do you think just on the SaaS size? I mean, when do you think you can pass a million dollars a month in revenue this year? I don't think so. It'll uh, take a uh, million dollar. Yeah, yeah. A million dollars. Uh, sure. Yeah. And, and walk me through why you've made the decision to move, you know, aggressively enterprise, less customers, higher price points. Uh, it's quite complex. Uh, and because it requires integration, it cannot stand alone. Then, uh, it's not so simple to implement it as a standalone product. Uh, and uh, I mean for novice, non-IT people. And, uh, and for that reason, it's much easier for us to work with companies that, has, uh, that have uh, some IT infrastructure. And typically those companies are companies that are mid-market and above. Mm -hmm. uh, also, uh, our product is very scalable and it's enterprise level. So, uh, Doing a project, uh, sometimes uh, it's the same project, uh, the same uh, level of effort to bring uh, 100, uh, I mean 1,000 MRR or to bring uh, 10,000 MRR. Uh, and you always have a limitation on your capacity, on your resources. So if you can focus on the largest one, and they also can have, have much bigger potential for growth. to full-blown implementation of our entire system. So offer when and you look at driving expansion revenue, you want to look at obviously your sales team to look at upsell opportunities. How many people are on your sales team right now with a quota? Uh, we have uh, six people on the, with a quota. 
uh, one of the nicest things that happened to us in uh, 2020 is that uh, the upsells were amazing, especially in the U.S. And uh, we sold uh, the upsell in the U.S. were more than the new sales mm-hmm. uh, during the COVID. Uh, so when you look, many when you look at the ours, full when you look at the full business offer, I hate to keep, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but it's limited time and I want to keep learning here fast. So when you say expansion revenue was great, can you quantify that across the whole customer base? What was expansion revenue over the past 12 months? A uh, couple of million. Sorry, on a percentage basis. Uh, around 20%. 20%. Okay. And would that less. put... Would that would that put your net revenue retention at something like 110, 120%? Obviously, that it's driven by your churn. Uh, I, I had the negative churn, all in all. You know, when uh, you take upsells versus churns, gross uh, churn. Uh, all in all, I grew very little last year yep. because of this corona, because we lost a lot of uh, customers that actually shut down their business. Yeah. So six quota carrying sales reps. How many people are on total on the sales team? That's it. Six. Oh, people. so you don't have any BDRs or customer success reps no. with no quota? No, I have uh, customer success. Customer success do not ha- do not carry quota. Yeah. So the with the total I'm... team size of the salespeople, including the ones that don't carry quota, nine. Okay, nine. Got it. And how many engineers? About thirty. Oh, wow. 30. That's much bigger than the last time we spoke. Yeah, I'm talking pure engineers for R&D, not for implementation and such. Yes. Yeah. And what's the the total team size? Around 100. 100. Now, I was really impressed last time we chatted. You'd done all this bootstrapped. Are you still bootstrapped? Uh, Yes. Uh, We are profitable. This is the beauty of it. We don't need investors. I love that. I love that. How have you resisted? I'm sure they reach out to you all the time. Do you just say... No, thank you. No, I do not say that. I uh, I like chatting with them, but generally speaking, uh, we told them that this is not a good timing, uh, mm-hmm. especially because the business results are not great, as I explained. What in terms would, of growth? If you do get back to a growth trajectory this year, would you consider raising capital? Raising capital for the right right price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not for any price, but for the right price, sure. And if you did go down and raise, obviously valuation is what you mean by price. But how much would you look at raising if you did do it? Uh, actually, I don't need a lot. <laughs> it depends. If it's just for organic growth, it depends on the strategy. If it will be for organic growth, then I don't need more than five to ten million. Uh, if we're talking about uh, fast expansion with acquisitions, then there's no limitation to that. But yeah. it depends on the plan. And uh, What kind of companies would you go acquire growth. if a private equity firm gave you $100 million to spend on a roll-up? B2C. Can you name companies? Uh, no. <laughs> Why not? Come on, I want to know. I want to know who you'd go after. No, I don't want. I don't want to to provide that. When you say B two C, what do you mean by that? We are a B two B platform. Uh, I'll be happy to complement the platform to be B two B two C. So, so describe what that platform would do. A B two B two C platform in your space. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so our customers today are customers that are selling uh, to businesses. Typically, we are talking about retail store or websites that are selling their products. And typically, we are talking about manufacturer. Uh, as you, as as I'm sure you know, uh, people are moving more and more toward e-com sales, and it became much easier to sell B2C. And there's huge pressure on my customer to go direct. And we saw many of our customers moving from pure B2B to B2B2C, meaning opening their own websites, in some cases opening their own stores, but in the most case, opening their own uh, B2C websites. Uh, and no longer doing it uh, behind the scene because before that we we also knew there some of them were doing it behind the scene with different names. Uh, uh, so now, uh, which is uh, what is called today direct to consumer, new businesses in many cases are doing it from the get go, uh, but many traditional businesses are adding that to their business lines. Got it. Uh, Offer, we're out of time. Like to do is to. <laughs> you know, go, go ahead. Sorry, but wrap up here because we're out of time. What would you like to do? Uh, uh, what we would like to do is to serve those customers A to Z, meaning B to B to C, and not and to not uh, tell them uh, as we are telling them today. Go and find the B to C solution, and we'll integrate to it. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five quick answers. Number one: What's your favorite business book? Uh, I'm an old guy. It's the uh, uh, the chasm. Crossing, crossing the, the chasm. Crossing the chasm. Number two, is there a CEO yeah. you're following or studying? Uh, I think Amazon, yeah. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Again, I didn't hear. What's the f- your favorite online tool for building Papari? Power BI. Number three, how many or four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many? Hours of sleep. Uh, four, five. That's not healthy. <laughs> wow, why do you how, you don't why don't you sleep more? You feel healthy sleeping just five hours a night? I wake up at five in the morning and uh, typically six in the morning I'm in the sea and I'm uh, rowing. Oh, very good. okay. <laughs> and what's your situation? For two hours. Uh, are you married, single kids? Married with two kids. And how old are you? 57. 57. Last question. What do you wish you knew when you were 20? Life are short. When you're 20, you think you have plenty of time. When you get to 57, you feel like, wow, I should have have done more fun. Life is is short. Life is short. Much more than you think when you're young. The older you get, the more you realize it. And then make as much fun as you can. And this is why I'm waking up at 5 in the morning, not, not to work. Papere, guys, connected selling, seamless buying, a B2B sales platform for brands and wholesale distributors. There are over 11 million caught a year in terms of run rate, basically flat though year over year as they focus and double down on their enterprise customers. Their biggest customer pays call it $800,000 per year. Uh, that's just the SaaS. They also have 10% of their revenue is services. He's done all of this with a team of 100 people completely bootstrapped, which we love. They're going to keep growing. We appreciate you coming on offer. Thanks for taking us to the top. Welcome. Bye-bye.